This is Kelly Blewett. I'm joined by Liz Johnson, who is the author of more than a dozen novels, including A Sparkle of Silver, A Glitter of Gold, and The Red Door Inn series, as well as a New York Times bestselling novella and a handful of short stories. She makes her home in Phoenix, Arizona, and she's here today to discuss her new book, A Dazzle of Diamonds. Welcome, Liz. Hi, thanks so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about A Dazzle of Diamonds. Well, A Dazzle of Diamonds is a treasure hunt, and uh, it's set in Savannah, Georgia, which is one of my favorite places, and it's about two best friends who are sort of um, discovering that their lives don't look like they thought that they would. So our hero, Tucker, is accidentally running for sheriff. That uh, is one of my favorite things about the book is that he never intended to run for sheriff, at least not at this point in his life. And um, he gets kind of roped into it. And then Penelope, who was left at the altar three years ago, and her ex-fiance walks back into her event planning business with his new fiance and wants her to plan his wedding. And so they're both, uh, both Penelope and Tucker are trying to figure out what their lives are going to look like. But as they're trying to figure this out, there's a smear campaign going on against Tucker. And so that they have to set out to find a treasure to prove that his family isn't smugglers and thieves. It sounds like there is a lot happening, which is totally true, but it's also true that Penelope and Tucker have been best friends for such a long time, and um, you have said that one of the things you loved about this story was it helped you play with this trope of best friends who realize there's something more going on. So you've talked about Emma as an example of that. Do you want to share some of your favorite best friends turn something more stories and share how that informed your approach to this tale. Oh, sure. Yeah. I love the best friends falling in love story and I've never written one before. So I love that genuinely at the beginning of the book, my characters really like each other. Like they like to talk to each other. And my joke as I was writing the book to myself was that they could talk each other into anything. And they do. (laughs) Like they keep getting into struggles and issues and doing things that they normally wouldn't because the other one will talk them into it. And so I loved that part of sort of that trust that comes with a friendship that's, you know, 25 plus years long. And I love so many good best friends falling in love stories. I love the ones where one friend is totally aware that they're in love with the other and the other friend is totally clueless. You know, some of my favorites of those are like from the 80s, the movie Some Kind of Wonderful. I do. I love Emma where you've got Mr. Knightley and Emma and um, Mr. Knightley is like sort of Like he can say anything to Emma because they've known each other so long. Then there's lots of iterations of Emma too, which I love, you know, like Clueless from the 90s is really just a retelling of Emma and stories like that, where you get to see these people who have known each other forever and can be really honest with each other. And that makes for, I think, a really fun story. Yeah. And I like how you have, as you've written the story, they have almost a secret language Mm-hmm. that they share because they know each other for so long. And to your yes. point about them being able to convince each other, one of them will frequently turn to the other and say, what is the phrase? I have an ace. I have an I ace. Have an ace. Yes. <laughs> and then that kind of gets the other one thinking, I better go along with whatever he or she is saying. So this is the second book in a series that you've set in third, Georgia. Actually. Oh, third. Yeah, the yes. third in a series. Yeah. So, so we do get to glimpse some of the other characters, but they're all set in Savannah, right? 
They're all set on the Georgia coast. So okay. the last two in the series are in Savannah. The first one is on St. Simon's Island, which is just about an hour south of Savannah, but right there on the Georgia coast. And I understand that one of the kind of things that threads the series isn't just location, mm -hmm. but also this idea of sort of returning to history, probing, exploring mysteries from the past, and yeah. then the way that history impacts the present. I don't know if you wanted to share a little bit about that. Yeah, I love history. I always have. I like to write contemporary stories, but I like to write stories about people who care about history too. So that's really what this series has been is an opportunity for my characters to explore some history and it's fictional history in part. The first book in the series deals with an old mansion, a huge estate from the 1920s that it's totally fictional. In this book, A Dazzle of Diamonds, our historical element comes from the Civil War, and Savannah was actually the only city in Georgia on Sherman's march to the sea that wasn't burned to the ground. And so Savannah has all these old buildings and history that the rest of Georgia doesn't, because not only was it its earliest settlement, but it also survived the Civil War, which much of Georgia didn't. And so that's a big part of this story is the history of what was it like to be in Savannah, knowing that Sherman was on his way, like knowing that he's headed towards you. What does that feel like when you're in the city and you're watching people leave and you're not sure if your family should go and how are you helping the people in your city? Like not thinking about the war, just thinking about the people and thinking about like, how do we serve each other well? So I loved exploring that part of history. And I really think that history informs today. Like we have to know our history to know what we want to, what we want to emulate and what we need to say was wrong and how do we do better moving forward. I just love that part of knowing history and exploring history. And it was really fun to look at the history through the eyes of, you know, two people who are trying to find a treasure that was lost. And I did like how you incorporated a journal from the past a diary of one of Tucker's ancestors, mm -hmm. which is handed off to him by a rather fiery aunt who is in some ways the opposite of Tucker's dad. And you really get into some of the family dynamics, but also the way that older family members can have a trick up their sleeve and some perspective on the lives of their younger family members. Yeah. I loved Aunt Shirley. She was probably my favorite character to write in this book. She spends a lot of time not on the page. She spends a lot of time in the book overseas and she's always traveling and she is going on adventures and doing wild things that, well, that she's able to because she's single and doesn't have kids of her own. And so this sort of brings into this idea that you can have a full life, a life well lived and be single. You know, sometimes the world tells us that we have to have everything that if you're not coupled up, if you're not with someone, that there's something wrong. And I just really loved that she could come into this story and really be a voice of wisdom and experience. She's in her 60s and can say, it's okay that like there may be a better plan for your life than getting married and having kids. And that's okay. And if that is the plan for your life, then that's great too. And but to sort of be this sort of balanced voice of being single doesn't negate your life or make your life any less valuable or your contribution to society or your contribution to the world. So she really is a great example of that. But one of the things I love the most is how she talks to her nephew, to Tucker, about love and about this idea that sometimes we feel like we have to earn love. 
and that if we're not worthy of it, that we don't deserve love. But the truth is that we are all worthy of love just inherently, <laughs> like inherently we're all valuable. And so I love that sort of message that she brings to the story. And, you know, I like how you're able to put those messages inside of a romance story. So I think sometimes you might know that, but to see that sort of within a genre that's about two people realizing that they want to be together is, is yeah. pretty neat. So you've done this whole Georgia Coast series, and I understand that a future project might take you to a different location. Do you want to speak yeah. a little bit about that? Sure. So uh, the book that I am writing right now, actually, will come out next summer, and it is set on Prince Edward Island, which is my very favorite place in the world. If you're not familiar, it's the home of Anne of Green Gables. Lucy Maud Montgomery grew up there and lived there for a long time. And I just fell in love with it about 10 years ago when I went on my first trip. So I'm so excited. I'll be writing a three book series set there. Well, Liz, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit about your new book, A Dazzle of Diamonds. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks so much for having me. I've been talking with Liz Johnson, whose new book is titled A Dazzle of Diamonds. More information on this title can be found on our website, wvxu.org slash around Cincinnati. This is Kelly Blewett.